So uh, the, the hard thing in Latin America is to make people understand, okay, maybe this ton of waste you didn't produce, but let's go to the landfill. There is something yours in this landfill, <laughs> you know? So in the end of the day, uh, we demand, we demand food, we demand, uh, you know, we demand plastics, we demand food, we demand electronics. We, let's say, when we demand, people offer to us, if we don't buy a bad stuff, okay, they will stop production, right? But we continue to buy, we continue to uh, uh, move the wheels of consumption. You are listening to Rethinking Climate. I am Asia. We are a youth-led nonprofit, and we investigate how the climate crisis is spoken about. So today, we're very pleased to have Marcelo Cairoli with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you a lot. So Marcelo, you've, you have many roles in your life, and you are an experienced person in uh, recycling, in uh, circular economy, in the whole sustainability, and especially your mission, since you speak from Brazil is to change how things are there. So maybe you can start by telling us a little bit about yourself and also about your mission. Okay. Uh, my name is Marcelo Cairoli. Uh, I am uh, born and raised in Sao Paulo city in Brazil. And uh, uh, I am an industrial engineer uh, with a uh, specialty in plastics. Uh, but uh, my life was driven uh, basically for electronic industry. Uh, and during my life in electronic industry, I was presented to environmental because I worked for companies that are recyclers of electronics, you know. And uh, because of that, I saw many new things and a new horizon that nobody knew in Brazil. And we are talking about uh, 2006 when I started to work in recycling for in Brazil. And we don't, in that time, it didn't, there was no reverse logistics, there was no logistics, there was no loss, there was no nothing. You know, we were really, uh, uh, no, no, you know, a lot of land feeling, bad land feeling. So I started to see, first of all, okay, I, I love this, this uh, subject. And I started to uh, start to read, to make classes, to know this, uh, starting for electronics, because this would be what I'm working with. And then in the middle of the way, I knew people and organizations and start to engage in organizations that start to speak louder and louder to government to start, you know, regulating environment. Uh, the first big result of that was the 2010 uh, solid waste law that finally make us a, give us a light in the tunnel regarding starting for something, you know, it was a big law. And after that, we get more and more organized. So after the solid waste law, we have the sanitary law. We have other laws that concern about environmental and concern about the actual situation in Brazil, you know. Uh, just to give you an introduction, Brazil, uh, we just recycled 3% of the whole uh, electronic waste generated. 
In Brazil, there is 60% of the country served by sanitization. 40% is not served. You know, so there are many, even if Brazil is the top 10 economy in the world, there is a, a dilemma. We are, but we are underdeveloping several areas. So we have urgent needs to grow, to teach people, to make people conscious that there is an emergency, there is things because, you know, uh, sanitization problems and electronics problems generate diseases. Diseases overload the health system of the country, which is a real reality right now, you know? So there are several things that have consequences. So uh, I am the director of uh, Agenda Urbana Brasil, uh, you know, that um, speak loud exactly regarding this. So we, we have a, a great, uh, we have uh, groups of work that, uh, uh, work in several areas, sanitization, electronics, plastics, batteries, and so on. So we could drive and we could go to in the cameras of uh, congressmen that makes the law so we can try to interact with them so they do better laws, you know. So in the end of the day, it, I have 16 years of this job and uh, I learned a lot and I'm still learning regarding all the environmental concerns we have in Brazil and, and also Latin America. Which is, which is a very uh, important thing to always keep learning and definitely we can make very good use of your experience also today in this conversation. So the next question okay. that comes up, so we speak about climate action quite a bit and one question is, what do you think we can do better, especially when we have to understand that inequality doesn't help environmental progress, doesn't help climate action? Can you tell us how we can improve that and what are the challenges yeah. in doing so? Yeah, uh, the, 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 I believe the very first uh, action is work to adopt the nature solution based, okay? So, for example, uh, Sao Paulo City has 15 million people, okay, has 7 million cars. So what happens with this environment? You know, when I was a kid, there was a small rains in the winter, etc. And, and the winter dropped it to zero degrees Celsius sometimes. Now, the, the lowest temperature in Sao Paulo City is 10 degrees Celsius, okay? Because the, the, the city, when I was a, a kid, have 3 million people, then grew up in 30 years to 30 to 40 years to 15 million people, three, three times more. So the, 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 the city grew uh, uh, not, not in the, the good shape. And we have a lot of asphalt. We have little green, a lot of asphalt. And then this changes because the water, uh, when, when we have the rain, without land for the rain to penetrate and as asphalt covering everything, all the water goes to the rivers, make big floods, you know, and then you need to construct solutions like uh, big swimming, we call big swimming pools that are big reservoirs of water, you know, that uh, try to contain the flood. But again, this is not solution-based. We should have, for example, uh, Porozo, um, you know, asphalt that can make water uh, go, you know, not... Pull not, in, not, yeah, uh, the, the sides, yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, John, I, I don't know the name. In Portuguese, it's poroso. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, you know, and, 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 and then we, we, we have this uh, situation. So we should apply this. We should apply, uh, you know, uh, small uh, water treatment solutions in, in the whole city, not big ones. We have maybe four or five big ones for the city. You know, but you have a very complex system of water to go to this big four or five, you know, and we forgot that we need also to feed the reservoirs of potable water for the population. So we need we need to reorganize everything. So, so solution based uh, uh, solution base is for me the first step. You know, use more friendly. To, produce, to have the houses, make the asphalt more uh, water permitted that can penetrate and, and feed the, the earth, you know, and trees and, and so on. We, 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 we humanize the city. Second of all, smart cities, you know. Uh, city needs to be smart, needs to generate data for, for, for uh, the the mayor and the people to better administrate the cities. You know, people uh, in Brazil, there is a, a, the politicians, what do they do? Ah, I mean, we need to invest in hospitals, we need to invest in uh, schools, we need to invest in uh, more streets, you know, but nobody gets and hey, we need to plan, we need the seats to be smart, we need the seats to produce data for us, we need to know how much waste you generate. Because you know it's a mess. People just keep spending money. When you don't plan, when you don't have data, you spend money. You spend more money because you overspend because you are spending blind. You know, and this is what happens in the cities normally. You know, people spend. But why does it happen? Why do you think this happens? Because let's say the mayor over there. And what the mayor does, the, the mayor has the uh, auxiliaries that uh, they should be work in their zones. Let's say Sao Paulo is 15 million people. It's for you to cross Sao Paulo is 40 kilometers to cross the whole city, you know? So you, you need to have people that can understand their neighbors, understand their regions and give the information to the mayor. Hey, we have this situation here. We have a lot of flood, okay. then. Once good information arrives to the administration, they can plan, okay, let's prioritize. I have a budget. Let's use the budget wisely, you know. But then everything, today everything is an emergency. So there is a hole in the east side. There is a subway we need to end in the other side. There is 20, 30, 40 problems. And then the mayor, hey, please, let's, you know, spend money here, spend there, hey, uh, the budget was 20 million, now it's 40. Oh, you need to put 40 there. And the money is going, you know, without a plan, without information to arrive, without the administration to administrate like companies in some way, you know, prioritize. Okay, we have these 200 problems. Okay, what do we do first? Then we do next, next. Okay, the budget ended in the 131st problem. Okay, the rest we're gonna tell the population go later, but these are, and then we finish. We start, we finish, you know, and then we don't accept over budget. 
if the guy tell me it's 20 million, you do with 20 million. And then, so, so smart cities, uh, information about waste, about water, about everything that can help the mayor to take better decisions, to plan better, you know? So joining solution-based with a better plan of budget, with a saving money, you can use the money to produce more good, good wellness for the city, you know? You can uh, do, you know, for example, uh, health. We have a very bad hospital here and we have a, a other that's new. And then, hey, okay, people, for two years, we're gonna move you from this hospital, public hospital to the other because we need to close this and refurbish. Today, people refurbish hospitals with the patients inside. Do you understand? So this better planning and need to keep the population informed. Smart cities does that, you know? And uh, so this is another thing we are, we are working in the environmental side. I, I, I told several uh, city problems that have and don't have to do with environmental, but environmental also, uh, uh, organic uh, waste collection. All the organic waste collection in Brazil is uh, contracted by the cities. So the mayor pays for a company that's a big company to do the collection in Sao Paulo City. The Campinas City where I live is another company. So, the, but the thing is that, okay, we have a, uh, how, many, how many collectors we need? Oh, we need uh, 20. No, for a city, a million people? No, wrong. So the, the mayor never has information or good budget or good thing to plan. So there is there are parts of the city that are well served and there are the, the suburbs that are not well served. And this causes in the, in the suburbs are closer to uh, trees, rivers that are still unpolluted. And then waste start to grow this these parts, you know, the, the coast cities. Um, now in 2018, 19, people start to take more action regarding plastics in the beach, regarding plastics wasting the city because it's critical for the coast cities. You know, if you don't take care about waste, when you go to, if you don't tell people and you take care about waste, when you go to the beach, this makes a mess and this goes to the sea and this goes to, you know, where, you know, several yeah. islands of plastics, waste everywhere. And, and so this is another action we are doing separate. There is a special, a specific group of action on the um, uh, coast cities to see what they are doing to, to uh, serve consultants, to be mm -hmm. as a consultant to tell them, okay, let's, let's produce data for you. Let's teach you people to generate data. Let's, you know, and then when some mayors see the data, no, in my administration, no, no, no possible. Yes, it's possible, but it's not your fault. It's several years going, going, going. So instead of you try to find duties, let's solve the problem. It's another. People today uh, hunt witches, you know, they hunt, pe hunt people. Oh, this is, he has a fault. He did wrong. Let's take forever to, 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 to sue the guy. No, let's solve, solve the problem first. Then we see what you do with people. 
We always, everything is money waste. We need to direct the money to the right actions. So as I have 32 years administration and I have 16 years environmental. So what I do, I, I decide to engage using my knowledge of the administrator, of company administrators, and, you know, organize several issues, try to help people to take better decisions, you know? So uh, what the point of view that you're putting is very important, especially when it comes to agreeing overall about who's the bigger role, who's the bigger person and really making a difference. What, what my impression is that it's sort of somewhat easier in countries within the European Union to say we're privileged. We can decide as a population, even citizens, to make a difference because we can but I imagine that in countries like Brazil, it's not as easy. People are worried about more important things like food, like health, like their own family, like living uh, standards, which of course we do have similar issues here, but we can define ourselves somewhat in an easier position to really say, you know, this is an issue, let's go to the mayor and protest. Now, what's your, what's, what can you tell us about that? Like who, who's the bigger person here? Who can really make a difference, especially in Latin America? Okay, uh, the, the, the culture here is still the old culture, okay? Try to imagine Europe in the 70s, okay? Or in the end of 70s, beginning of 80s. When people see uh, a ton of waste in the street and tell, hey, somebody needs to do something like this. Turn around and go to the other direction. It's not my problem. It's the other problem, you know? Look, uh, uh, in, in the what my 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 thought is is everybody's problem because everybody, including me, sometime in my life, drop a waste in the wrong place. You know, didn't find a basket to put uh, chocolate or to put something like that, or I was driving and just threw in the window. You know, so uh, everybody was responsible for that ton of waste there, you know? Here, here in Latin America, people buy because it's beautiful, not because it's practical, because people need it, you know? Uh, in, in poor countries, people like to show a big car, even if they are uh, living in a shack, you know? It's culture, it's not bad or wrong, but you know, it's, it's evolution that needs to happen, you know? So, uh, for example, uh, in Brazil, uh, the, the solid waste law is now 12 year old, okay? Only in 2021, there was a second law to reinforce uh, the, the old law with more assertivity with people. Who pays, who pays, you know? Uh, until um, for the last decade, we discussed it. Oh, the, the, the company says, if you tell that I am irresponsible, okay, I will charge you in the product this work, okay? And then the, 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 the government, no, but you cannot do that because then the people want to buy and so on. And, uh, you know, they will tell me I'm, I'm guilty. And then people don't accept raising prices. People don't accept raising taxes. And the problem is there, you know? In the end of the day, since we demanded, the, for me, the, the most correct way is, okay, 
Manufacturers are responsible because, okay, I, they offer the solution. The solution is not environmental friendly, but I bought it. So I have part of this. I, I'm not 50% maybe, but I have part. So yes, you need to charge me and then I choose. Okay, uh, let's say the laptop. Let's say a laptop company. Okay, they, they charge. Marcelo, uh, okay, this laptop costs 1,000 euro. I'll charge 1,050 euros because of the uh, waste per unit I'm going to spend. If there is a competitor that charges 1,030 because they have a better way, his product is more friendly, he has better solutions that don't, don't, don't mess with the environment, I buy for 1,030. And this creates a healthy competition, you know, where everybody's interested in make this uh, recycling more friendly to people, you know, because this is part of the cost of the company. So and you say we, we can apply this reasoning also to plastic. So the future yes. of plastic is making, trying to reduce the quantity, or do you think we can find a different version of plastic that wouldn't be, you know, environmentally uh, concerned? The two things, when plastic was created, environmental passed very along of of the chemicals of plastics. But mm -hmm. one thing we learn is to make infinite different kinds of plastics. So there are solutions to make recyclable plastics instead of no recyclable plastics, okay? So in one side, there is an industry that can research better, you know, uh, all kinds of plastics, but if we put the, if everybody in the world put the same objective, it's recyclable. If it's not recyclable, you don't do it. Simply don't do it. We find another solution. We, you know, and then once this is done, we go to the population and tell, okay, Mr. Population, we have two situations. One situation is from now on, you're going to receive just recycling and the percentage of the recycling in the cost of each product is X. So the guys, when you pay a product, you're gonna pay recycling as well. So the companies are fully responsible for the plastics they generate to make a deal. Now, the most important, what we do with the mess we created? You know, what we do with the mess we've created? Everybody needs to sit down at the table and say, okay, guys, we need to collect plastic in the ocean, we need to clean the, 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 the coast, we need to clean the cities, we need to clean the landfills. Because if you put in the landfill, you're gonna stay there forever. And you know what, this is not acceptable. Now let's put in the table and see the size of the bill and see what we do with this bill. You know? Mm -hmm. So um, sounds like a dream, sounds like that this will take forever for people to do that. But uh, I am a do guy. Okay, we can discuss forever in UN, the little girl of 16 from Sweden can tell, blah, blah, blah. But you need to, uh, you know, sit down and, okay, guys, we have a mess here. What do we do with this mess? How we solve this mess? Oh, we need to put boats in to get all the plastic from. Okay, how many boats? How many, how many years? You know, somebody to follow. And UN to lead countries, everybody going to pay a dollar to make this happen. It's a consortium that's paid by everybody. I don't know the solution. 
But I believe the best solution you need to do something. People discuss, but it's still there. You know, in, in, in Brazil, after uh, the, uh, the pandemic brought a very good thing. People started to say, hey, I'm fed of people telling promises. Now I'm gonna see, I want to see what we're gonna do. Forget it. So the politicians are under pressure because they, now they need to produce, they need to see because if they don't see, uh, you know, there is uh, social media, there is, you know, uh, the news, there is a, a lot of complaints they get from everybody and they just can cancel their careers. So now they need to really put effective actions. So we need to, to blow this up. We need to tell the society, we need to tell people, guys, we need, we need this. This is not a joke. This is, you know, reality. We're going to die <laughs> in, in the plastics, in the ocean. You're going you're gonna to swim and you're going to swim on plastics, you know? And we don't want that, of course. Yes. You know? And, yeah. uh, and, uh, what, what to do with these plastics? It's all mixed. A lot of it is not recyclable. Energy generation. Let's mm -hmm. implement energy generation. Okay? There are several places with problems of energy. You know, so you, you implement. Oh, it pollutes. No, we can create uh, uh, plants that don't pollute, but uh, burn the plastics and generate energy through uh, water. Through water... Uh, Vapor. Uh, water plants? Yeah. The, the water plants. Yeah. yeah, the vapor. Like the, 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 uh, the atom plants that use the atom energy to create a, uh, water in evolution yeah. to supply the, the, the... We can do the same with uh, plastics. You know, waste your energy. So... For the, for the things that are mixed, that are mass, that are contaminated, etc., waste to energy, you know? So do you, think, do you think that there's too much of an image, negative image has been put into plastic, like plastic yes. seen as the bad guy, while maybe yes. we're just not approaching it pragmatically enough? Exactly. Uh, the, 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 the situation is there is no way to get rid of plastics. Period. Uh, uh, they, they, they earn the guys of the guys of the money want the profit, okay? And the plastics make uh, makes good stuff. For example, if you don't have plastics that make cars only on iron, your consumption of uh, fossil fuels will increase to the roof. You know, so cars are lighter because of plastics. Uh, you know, uh, things are better because of plastics. Now, we need to have rules about producing and uh, uh, people being responsible to uh, discard the plastics in the right way, you know? So uh, I, I'm not about, uh, I'm not against plastics. I just want plastics to be better uh, projected to be recyclable and then we need to take our action, as we need to take our action for everything to do better on this card. Separate, segregate. You never mix. I don't know Italy, I don't know, but my sister tells in, in Italy, you need to you, you take a, a, a penalty if you don't separate organics from recyclable and segregate several recycles. And you have one thing that is very important, traceability. 
So when you buy a, a sack, you buy there's a microchip on top of it. Yes. And then people associate your tax ID payer, your identity with this chip. So if you, they see your chip in 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 somewhere, you're gonna be you, you're gonna be you're gonna pay. Fines. Yeah. Big fines. You know. Mm -hmm. We need to implement this in the whole Latin America. We don't have this. We are not not even close. You know. Yeah. So uh, uh, again, uh, there are many problems. We are we are uh, maybe uh, not so. Uh, we don't have a lot of money, etc. But you know, again, we spend wrong. We can spend better. We can plan better where to spend, so we can make money last, and then we can do actions. Maybe our actions, maybe your your solution for our actions, are too expensive. But we have creativity, and we can create our own to do the same, to mm -hmm. do different. You know, so. Uh, we, we are still too passive, not active in our actions. In Why do you think day. that is? Because uh, uh, in, uh, the culture in Latin America is still uh, waste, it has no value. This waste after my door is not my problem. If I put my waste in the, in the pathway and somebody passed this, I don't concern. You know, people don't see... A, don't see uh, People don't feel this is gonna hit them later on, mm -hmm. and this is, is starting close to. And in Europe, this is more cool, advanced culture on that because you know it started earlier. People start to concern environmental earlier. We are starting, as I told you, in the mid two thousands. What could speed this process up? To discover what Marcelo replied, stay tuned for the second half of this interview. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 